asked me to take a walk with him. He didn't say anything for the longest time. And then he turned to me and he said, Woodman, we need each other. Words and music. And he crossed his fingers, showing how they go together. Remember, words and music. And welcome to the Words and Music Podcast. It's season two, episode six. And we're still doing some couples therapy here. I am here with my husband, Randy. Hello. Hello, hello. One thing that's kind of good to note and sort of freeing is that we are no longer on terrestrial radio. We are not. Couples therapy has gone 100% online. But we still have our fabulous sponsor that we want to mention. Our sponsor, Healthy Beginnings Wellness and Aesthetics. Let Healthy Beginnings Wellness and Aesthetics get you ladies feeling skinny, sexy, and sane in 2021. Here we are, man. I wonder how tomorrow's going to go. I wonder how Monday's going to go on the radio station. Who cares? There's going to be a lot of upset fans. That's all I'm going to say. They'll find us right here. They better. They'll find us right here. (laughs) <laughs> this is our new reality, sweetheart. And the best oh, part about it is we can talk about whatever the hell we want. We now. say whatever the hell we want. We can want. say whatever we want. I mean, we can say our true feelings. We can. Ooh. We Ooh. can. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know. Ooh. Maybe they made a mistake. Cut yeah. this loose. I mean, they they sh- they shake Candace, so they, you know. <laughs> I don't know that it necessarily went like that, but you know, yeah, they just decided to. What do they? What do, what do you say in a corporate America situation? in a different direction <laughs> yeah in, in my line of work you got shit can <laughs> it's all good whatever i you know every all the best all the best to the radio station i don't have any hard feelings about Vaya that. Con Dios. Vaya con Dios. and here we are on the internet where the you know the, the shit can fly if that's we what can happens. do and say whatever the fuck <laughs> we want well i think the the one thing that i always tried to do on the radio was keep it light keep it fun Keep us laughing. Yeah. It was Monday mornings. We can still do that. We can, but we could also hit hard topics if we wanted to. We could. If those came up, we now have free reign to talk about whatever. We do. We do. Which, I mean, I say that like we have so many things to talk about that are serious. We really don't. Listen, (laughs) I'm going to have to talk to you about something really serious. Okay, what? I have no idea. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, honestly, honestly, there is. There is a philosophy where you are supposed to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Uh, okay. It was a philosophy that I had adopted years and years and years ago. A brilliant woman at a seminar um, had mentioned, you got to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And I used to be very good at that. I used to do things that scared me all the time. I used to challenge myself. I used to get to that place where I was okay being uncomfortable. I haven't been there in a long time. I have been very comfortable for quite some time, and I, I blame you. You blame me. I blame you because you, you have made me very comfortable, very happy, very self-indulgent female. Me? Yeah. No, me. <laughs> I did that? You did that. Well, shit. You did that. You know why? Because you made me, you gave me a safe place for the first time in my life. Okay. You gave me a safe place. Oh, I'm glad to I To live, that. to be, to exist. Yeah, you don't have to up and root yourself every year, so. Well, and even just emotionally, <laughs> mentally, physically, psychologically safe. Well, I'm glad I could provide that for you. Seriously. Like I hear music differently these days than I used. I mean, I listen, I worked in country radio. Yeah. I worked in country radio where if you really are going through it, every song will make you cry. 
Now you just hear the king in freaking Hamilton. La da 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 da. I the songs don't hit the same. The sad songs don't hit the same because I am I in my relationship because they're love songs, you know. So you you relate them to your love life. That's true. Right, and my love life is fantastic. Everyone's gonna be like, "What did he just do? What did he do?" Well, I mean, for, but no, seriously, seriously, for one thing, not a lot phases you. It isn't very. And I and I remember thinking to myself, it's been a long time. It was I think I was driving home from work one day and a sad song came on the radio. And I thought to myself, it's been a long time since there was any kind of like real anger or hurt, <laughs> <laughs> you know, right. and, and it, it was something that the years before you I was so used to. That was just my life. Like it was not. It was not a pleasant existence because right. I was forever being told I sucked just well, at everything. That's not right. It, <laughs> I mean, that's I no mean, that's no way to treat anybody, anybody like male or female. That's just it's not right. Yeah, no, you're right. I you're mean, right. everybody has a self worth, mm-hmm. you know, and and no one no one should bring anybody down like that. So yeah, you know, and that was one of the first things that I remember thinking was different about you. I I remember talking to you about um, just the way that you treated me and my friends, and you were like, "Well, everybody deserves respect," you know. And you, you just shrug it like it's normal. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm gonna respect you to the point until you don't deserve that respect, right? You know, mm-hmm. you uh, you know, you come with a clean slate. The very well, first time you're we like meet. that with everybody that absolutely you, that you come in contact with. I've sure. seen you. I, I I've witnessed it. You are like that with literally everyone, strangers to people you haven't seen in a long time, to people you've heard stuff about. You know what I mean? Like you 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 know how you come across people whose reputation precedes them. Sure, you'll even treat those people with respect, but until I don't know. they give you a reason not to. Until they give me a reason not to. Mm-hmm. Until you cross me, I got no reason not to like you or not to respect you as a human being right. or individual. Yeah. But when you cross that line and you show your ass to me, yeah, guess there's what? no going back. There ain't no going back. Partner. I've also seen that. There ain't no going back. I have also witnessed that. I have also witnessed that. I mean, you're absolutely right. But you are just you are a man of great conviction. I mean, I ain't got time for bullshit. That's true. I mean, life this, is too short. Life is too short. I've gotten to a position where you know I've worked myself too, and mm-hmm. and I've I'm happy, you know, with what we have established and built. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't got no time for, you nonsense. know, the petty petty nonsense or BS. Yeah. I mean, you know, I done growed up. You done growed up. <laughs> I done I done growed up. You done good too. You done good. You're a fine, upstanding citizen. Well, thank you, ma'am. Thank and, you. And you're a pretty incredible dude. That's just, uh, just a dude. You're no, just a dude. <laughs> He's a dude. <laughs> no, you are an incredible partner and just friend and exquisite lover. But you know what? I don't. I don't mind. I don't mind being the dude because yeah. you know the dude's pretty cool. So the dude is pretty cool, and that's how that's how I used to refer to you when we first started dating, yes, and I did. wasn't sure that I really wanted because I had never in my life. Re, well, I shouldn't say never, but only a very few times, very few times did I ever talk about my love life on the radio. It just wasn't something I was comfortable sure. doing. Because back then I was not comfortable being uncomfortable and right. I didn't want the scrutiny. And what if it didn't work out? Right. And I did, you know what I mean? Because if I, if I gave myself permission to bring my relationship onto the air, onto the radio, then I gave other people permission to have an opinion on it. Sure. And that is something that you have to be very careful with. When you work in radio, especially in morning radio, because and 
more so nowadays than it did when I first started because nowadays everybody has an opinion and everybody thinks the world is waiting to hear it. Oh, absolutely. And I'm sure people have opinions about me, but guess what? Yeah, he doesn't care. I don't care. <laughs> and that's a great thing about you, too. Things roll off your back a lot better than they roll off I mine. tell him. You, yeah. you could tell me in front of my face. Yeah. You could tell me, like, close and yeah. say, blah, 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 this about you. Yeah. Guess what? I'm going to tell you to pound sand. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, I'm you, glad you think what you think. You're an incredibly confident human being, which is awesome. And then very opposite of me. <laughs> very opposite. A of little me. bit, yeah. A very opposite of me. I I worry about everything. Everything. I do. I worry about what people think of me. I worry about what people think of my kids. I worry about what people think of my family, my home life, my my just everything. Because and I and I think that comes from being told so often that I didn't deserve what I had. You, you don't deserve this. You don't deserve to be happy. You don't deserve to have nice things. You deserve to be treated like crap. I mean, it was just this constant barrage of partners throughout my life. I know. You kept saying that when I bought you your damn Jeep. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I don't deserve this. I don't deserve this. Listen, you, you got to get to work. Right. <laughs> you need a reliable vehicle. Mm-hmm. But, you know. And it, <laughs> it's, it, but it's, it's you know, that's just, it's not that I went out and spent all that money on a vehicle. Right. You know, it was the fact that, you know, we had spent so much money. Mm-hmm on yours that kept breaking down. Right. You know, and I was just like, you know what? Enough's enough. Yeah. You need to get something that we're not going to worry about. Right. And then maybe I went up a little above and beyond because you said, oh, I've never had a brand new vehicle. Yeah, he bought me my dream vehicle. <laughs> like, and then and she tried to play. surprised me with it. And then she tried to play. That's not my dream vehicle. I never told you that. Who told you that? I never told you that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're playing coy. That's cute and all, babe. But you told me you always wanted a Jeep. No, I, I, I never did. Doesn't. No, no, no. One girl doesn't. But the point is, and even at that point, once I came to terms with the fact that you had just gotten me my dream vehicle, I was not comfortable sharing that with people because I felt like I was bragging. And you should. And I felt like I didn't deserve it. And I felt like, you know, bragging it. Bragging is an ugly thing that people do all the time. And it makes them sound very self-involved and very self-important and very conceited. And that those are like the things that I've been like chopped at. My whole life. Like, like you always think you're better than everybody. You, you, you know, I don't and, know. And this wasn't, this, that wasn't a general public, um, opinion that was from, you know, a man in my life who was jealous of the things that I was accomplishing because he didn't have them. Well, he's a dumbass, Right. Well, yeah. And that's well, why he's, and that's why he's gone. Exactly. But. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I mean, cause, because I did. So, I mean, obviously we don't really talk about our exes very often. Obviously, you know, of two of them, the, the fathers of my children. Yeah. My ex-husband and my ex, it, my daughter's father, who yep. I was with for six years. So they sure. were all very, I, I'm a serial monogamist. I'm a relationship <laughs> person. The problem is I went through a really horrible, abusive marriage. And, you know, when that ended, I basically just made the next guy pay for it, <laughs> which that would be Emily's father. Sure. I, he didn't do a whole lot wrong. I mean, he was kind of an idiot. He's still kind of an idiot, but he didn't do a whole lot wrong. Like he wasn't nasty to me he was just everything else was more important to him than me his, sure. his cars were more important his shoes were more important his clothes was more important I mean going to the bar was more important than me when I was seven months pregnant you know what I mean the things like that like he just he was 25 at the time so he was young he was stupid he just wanted to party sure but he wanted to have that wifey at home taking care of him oh he wanted the laundry done he wanted his he wanted his all cooks. that oh yeah. Yeah. oh yeah oh yeah he wanted to have his cake and eat it too he used to do this thing <laughs> <laughs> used to drive me nuts. 
he used to do this thing. Now, this was the last time I had a joint account with anybody. Okay. And now you, this, this is relevant now because you and I have a joint account. I said I was never going to do it again because I would go to him and say, look, I need some money for whatever it was. And he would go to the ATM and he would get that money out for me. And then he would come home and he would hold it over my head and make me jump for it. Nah. Tease me like my big brother. You know what I mean? He would do that to me to humiliate me, to make sure that I understood that he was providing me the money that I probably deposited in the freaking account in the first place. Right. But he felt the need to control that. Well, see, that's why we set up, I set up a different one for us. Right. We decided together, we decided mutually to set up a household account. So our joint account is a household account where the bills get paid. And then we each have our own accounts. Yep. Aside from that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So anyway, so that was when we were talking late 90s, early 2000s. Sure. Right. So then, you know, he and I were done and I began dating a fellow DJ. Have you ever dated a coworker? I've been involved with a coworker. Yes. Uh huh. You've been involved with a coworker. Randy's very, very, very quiet private about his past relationships because I know literally nothing. I don't know anybody's names. I don't know how long he dated. I don't even know if he was on the rebound when we met. I have no idea because <laughs> you've never told me. So you've dated a coworker. You've been involved with it. You've yes. slept with a coworker. Oh yes. Okay. That's where, that's where the line is there for you. So I actually got involved with a coworker, a fellow DJ at the radio station where I worked. I mean, it was so bad. They called us um, Nick and Jessica. Like jokingly, because uh, it was funny, it was about yeah. that time period where Jessica Simpson and Nick Lachey yeah, were yeah. together, and they were doing that reality show. So it was this whole big thing, and it was very public. Um, so the so the relationship was very public. The fights were very public uh-huh. because he was a monster. Like oh. he was the kind of person that when he got angry, he threw things. Not just his hands, but objects. Yeah, yeah. You know, and he would get angry at the slightest thing. It would just, it, anything would set him off. But what set him off the most was any kind of success on my part. He would belittle me and call me the station sweetheart. He was very jealous because everybody liked me. And they didn't, he got fired five times in four years. Damn. <laughs> yeah. And there were only two radio station uh, clusters in that, in that town, that little tiny town. So he would just bounce back and forth between radio stations. He was very good on the air, but he was a dick off the air. He was just an asshole and he was an arrogant prick, right? And and I was thinking about this. It's funny that I that I even brought this up because I was thinking about this the other day, remembering how humiliated I was because one day this was long before social media. Mm-hmm. I got an email from a girl who had found this guy. She was talking to this guy on the Large and Lovely Singles Network. <laughs> right? <laughs> wow. They do have one for everything. Yes, they do. <laughs> the Large and Lovely Singles Network. And he was. she was talking to him. She didn't catch his name. She didn't get his contact info. All she had was a picture. And she'd seen our radio station logo in the background of the picture. So she was wondering. She contacted me because she was. I was the first person she found on the website that, that she thought I, she could talk to me. You know, I just looked like that kind of nice girl. That she could ask this like question. like a good old Midwestern girl. like a good girl that he, I could ask this question. And she just wanted to know if she could send me his picture and if I could identify him for her. And, of course, I, you know, I didn't have the picture at the time. I opened this email. And, of course, what do I do? I go around to the whole station. I'm like, somebody around here 
has been talking to some girl and didn't tell him who he was. This is going to be hilarious. You guys gather around, gather around the computer. Let's find out which one of our jocks. Uh Oh, (laughs) she sends me the email. I open up the attachment and there he is. Mm. He had told her he had a roommate. So I was diminished to roommate. Oh, wow. Right. And here I was humiliated in front of all of my coworkers. That's low. Right. Yeah. So I went home that day and I threw his guitar off my second floor balcony. <laughs> Rightfully so. <laughs> but um, yeah, he was a piece of shit. But anyway, he he was probably one of my hardest lessons learned. First of all, I have never since then ever, ever, ever even considered dating anybody at work. Never. <laughs> Another radio DJ again. Never. Never. Won't do it. No. Wouldn't have done it in a million friggin' years. You know, they're just it was it was off limits after that. But then you ended up marrying a radio employee, so well, your coworker. However, so. we started dating before you became a radio station employee, so it's a little different, a little bit different, just a little bit, just huh? a little bit different. But anyway, so then there was that dickhead. So then I was single for a couple of years, and then I met the reason I came to Virginia, which I I can't stand the guy. I have him blocked on everything. He's a complete psychopath. However, I am thankful because if it were not for him, I would not be in Virginia and I wouldn't have met you. No, you wouldn't have. Yeah. And I would still be, be living my colorful ways, probably. <laughs> Which so I, I, I piece together every once in a while from comments that your friends that you've had for a long time will make that you were quite a... Um, just say, we can just call it a ladies' man. Is that what you want to call it? I, what are you going to call it? I was going to call it a man whore. But <laughs> I mean, you could say it. Yeah. I mean, I, that's why I said a colorful past. He had a colorful. I mean, you were a, a great looking Marine. I mean, I don't blame you for having. Obviously, it doesn't surprise me in any way, shape or form <laughs> that women were flocking to you. No, I it mean, it doesn't surprise it's, me. It's it's one of those things where it's just, I, yes, there was a few relationships. Um, I didn't meet their cut for the long term, if you will. I was replaced. Seems like the nice guys are always replaced with douchebags. Oh, no, that's very true. So I, I wasn't, I guess I wasn't douchey enough. To, you were probably to, to be, what they thought as too good to be true. Probably, but I really wasn't. So but I also, I, I learned, I'm sorry, I don't mean no, to interrupt you because I do want to hear this, but I also noticed very early on in our relationship that there were distinct boundaries that you held for yourself and you were not going to put up with my shit. Uh-uh. And I was like, oh. I just don't, I don't put up with anyone's shit because I've been through the, the yeah. putting up with shit before, mm-hmm. you know? So it, it's just been, there's been times where, you know, things have transpired and I was like, okay, well you can leave. Yeah. And yeah. they get up and leave and I'm like, okay, that one's done. And it you was know? startling how easy you came to that conclusion. It, it was startling to me because I remember the very, because I wanted clarity on something. Do you remember this? Very early on in our relationship. Do you remember this? Was that over FaceTime? No, there was a picture. There was a picture on your Facebook page. It said something about black panties. And some girl had left a comment, you already know, right? And all I wanted to know is if that was a current thing, because you and I had just started seeing each other. I wanted to know if it was, is that a past thing? Is that a current thing? Because I don't share. That's, that's my only rule. I don't, if everybody can have it, I don't want it. Sure. I learned that very early on in life. And I of course have, you know, broken that rule on myself 
one too many times. Mm-hmm. But that was my, you know, I, that was my hard and fast. If everybody can have it, I don't want it. So I just need to know. Right. Are we in this, doing this to get just you and me? Yeah, yeah. Or are you seeing other girls? That's all. I just wanted clarity. And you basically were like, look. <laughs> <laughs> If you're going to start bringing up things that girls are commenting on my Facebook page, we can stop this right now. You were like, it's not, nope, I am not doing this. Cause, and I think you had mentioned at the time that, um, that you, the, the last girl that lived in your house, you were like, you tossed her out for some, something similar. Yeah. You were like, get your shit and go. Just go. And I remember being startled by how quickly you were like, nope. I just don't put up with it. Yeah. So it's one of those things where I just did, I didn't put up with it. So and and I wasn't with her very long at all. Yeah. So, yeah, it is what it is. I Yeah. But it snapped me to attention. It snapped me to attention. And the other thing that snapped me to attention was I remember, um, so my last relationship was six years with somebody who would rather text me than speak to me in the same room. He would literally go downstairs or upstairs and text fight with me for hours. We were in the same house. You refused to do that. There was one time we were having a conversation over text message and it got a little bit heated. And do you remember what you did? No. You showed up at my door. You were like, we're not going to do this over text message. We are, are going to have a conversation. We're going to talk this out. And I remember being like, I don't even know what to do right now. <laughs> I don't even know how to, I, what? How does this work? Because I was so used to being placed in my box. Right. And you were like, get the fuck out of your box. You're going to have an adult relationship. And sure. it scared the hell out of me. Hey, I'm not saying I wasn't scared. <sighs> I, you know, I may have put on this front. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool, confident, and, you know, and I've got this. And I bought shit. it. I bought it hook, line, and sinker. Hook, line, and sinker. Hell. <laughs> <laughs> I bought it. And, I, and I, I realized very early on that you were not the kind of guy that I wanted to lose. Regardless of how things worked out. Well, I appreciate that. You were just not the guy. You were the kind of guy that I that was worth fighting for. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, it was it was very um, eye opening to meet you. Very eye opening. Very. Mm-hmm. Well, you know. It, you were different from any any guy that I'd ever dated. You know, they say good things come to those who wait. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I guess that's true. I mean. I mean, I was completely closed off. I had the biggest wall built up around me when I met you. I wanted nothing to do with you. And you could have told me no. I could have. But you didn't. No, because look at your dimples. Yeah, see, I was getting ready to say that. It was the dimples that got you. <laughs> I mean, you don't say no to a smile like that. But, you just don't. You know, lo and behold, she got a middle-aged, overweight, bald-headed man. And, you know, <laughs> if you see my hair, if you see my hair right now, you'd oh. understand why I'm saying it. So keyword man. I remember you saying something like that too. Do you want to date a man? I remember you oh, saying, Oh, you want to date a boy or do you want to date, date a man? A boy or you want to date a man? Yeah, yeah. And I remember being like, I am screwed. <laughs> <laughs> I am fully screwed because I had been I dating remember. boys up until that point. Yeah, I remember that one. And I've had an, you know, I've had relationships with men who have used me, you know, and I am a sucker. I'm a sucker for someone who's creative and has a spark and a passion and stuff. And I will go to the ends of the earth to and, make somebody happy. And there was nothing ever that I needed from you no. to use you for. No. Because of your career. Right. There was nothing I, I no. never needed. And, and, and it was one of those things. It was funny because I came to you and said, hey, I want to learn your career. Yeah. 
you know, I didn't say, you know, I didn't say, you know, I know this, I can do, you know, I said, I, I want to learn. Yeah. You know, and I yeah. remember the first time I went on, I was scared shitless. You were, and you were adorable. <laughs> adorable. <laughs> but, you know, and it's funny too, even that, even that was so different from anybody I had ever dated because most men saw radio as a threat. as it, They didn't want anything to do with it. They were pissed off that I wanted to do it. It was an inconvenience to them. If I was working mornings, when I got my first morning show gig, I remember calling up uh, Emily's father and I was so excited, so excited. Oh my God, what I'd waited for forever. They finally offered me a morning show gig, but it would mean that he, his response, I was so excited. I called him up and I was like, oh my God, you're not going to believe this. And his response, I'll never forget. He said, oh, isn't that just peachy? <laughs> because it meant he would have to get the kids ready for school in the morning. Aww. I wasn't going to be there Aww. to get everybody off and ready. He said, so he was going to have to have some adult responsibility in the relationship. And that pissed him off. Too bad. So sad. Exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, so there was that, but I was, and I'd also, you know, went through the, the, the really tumultuous relationship with a guy who kept getting fired from radio, ended up being a car salesman at some point. I mean, he was like a sommelier at an Italian restaurant. He was just never happy. And the fact that I just kept succeeding made him crazy. Yeah. Made him crazy. And then I think it all came to a head one night. He was in the ice cream aisle at the grocery store and somebody came up to him and said, didn't you used to be Paul Kelly? He came home furious. <laughs> didn't you used to be? Used to be. And it's like, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm not getting you fired. Yeah. Your attitude, your shit attitude gets you fired sure. over and over again. Your arrogance gets you fired, you know, and because I'm doing well, but he just resented every little thing. And then the guy that I dated right before you was, or not right before you, but before you, he, he hated radio. He saw it as the reason I wasn't home being, you know, 1950s housewife. Because I was at the time when I was with him, I was working afternoons which is right. hard. It's like, a, it was like a three to seven shift. So I'd get home at seven thirty, eight o'clock at night. I'd come home and the house was dark. Everybody was in their bedrooms. Nobody was speaking to each other. Nobody had eaten dinner because I hadn't done it. You know, you I mean just this whole horrible, stressful situation. So they needed you to do it. He needed me to do it. Oh. He wanted, he wanted me to do everything. He wanted, he wanted the, I love Lucy life. That's what he expected from me. Okay. So when I moved here, I wasn't supposed to work. I was just supposed to be a house, little house wait, housewife. House whatever. mouse. House mouse, right? But I went back to work in radio and it emasculated him for whatever reason. He just, he hated, he hated it. So anytime I left the house, if I was going out to do a remote, if I was going out to do an event, it was, who are you dressing to impress? Who are you trying to impress? Who are you hooking up with? Who are you? It was this yeah. constant barrage of, because he didn't trust himself. There's 50 questions. We didn't trust himself. Sure. So he projected all of that onto me. What I would find out later was that he was cheating on me with like pretty much anything and everything. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, but right. you know, that's just how it was. So when you came to me and, and didn't say, your career sucks, you shouldn't be doing this, you're no good at it, and you're just using it as an excuse to meet other men, it blew my mind. I was like, this is cool. And you were like, show me how to do it. Yeah. I was like, because I can't show you how to do mine. No. You know, <laughs> I mean, I can't take I can't take you to work, you know, and go, hey, this is what I do. I mean, right. I, I, you can't have access to some of the buildings and some of the rooms that I have access to. Right. So it's not like I can we can sit here and talk, you know, about the ins and outs of, of things that I do or whatnot. And that's fine. It is what it is. Right. But I wanted to at least 
you know, show, I guess it was like, I wanted to show interest in you Mm -hmm. as a person yeah, and say, Hey, that's cool. I'd like to learn this. You see more in me than I see in myself. You always have. And absolutely. I I don't, I still don't know what to do with that. You should just embrace (laughs) it. You know, you know, accept it, take it in Mm -hmm. and move forth and conquer the goddamn world. I mean, that's what you should do. Yeah. You know, stop stop doubting yourself. Stop, you know, second-guessing things and just, you know, go forth and do it and do it with the best intentions that you have. Yeah. And don't second-guess it. Just do it. You say that, and it sounds very easy. But when you've had, a, you know, all these years of conditioning in the complete opposite direction, it's kind of like trying to – change the course of the tide right but you it's don't very have hard that now, you know it's, it's very hard right you I, can I, do it you need dynamite we saw we saw it on yellowstone you, they can change the direction of a river they can <laughs> it can be done it can be done but i mean we're we're you know we're what six years into this whole thing now yeah just about and you know there's still times where it's like you you second guess yourself oh, and i'm a hot like, fucking mess but and i'm like stop you need to stop let's you know move forward you know yeah. there there's certain little things like that that'll you know it'll be like oh, why it's won't irritating. she just listen to me no and i get that you know and it's and then you always say you know i'll i'll make comments and you'll go y- you think it's so easy well it, it is because you just got to let go and and that's something that you haven't grasped and i know of someone else that hasn't grasped of sometimes just letting that that, yeah. that stupid stuff go mm-hmm. and and seeing beyond those little things and see the bigger picture. Right. And of course, the other person you're talking about is my daughter. I wasn't naming names. She is names. legit a mirror image of myself. And I feel bad about it. Spitting because image. Of, spitting image of yourself, myself. The reason she is that way is because of my bad decisions with men. Sure. My father used to joke about it. He used to say, she doesn't make mistakes. She dates them. <laughs> I still remember the first day I met your father. He cried. He cried. My father cried. When he met I, got you. T- I haven't seen my father cried since my great grandmother passed away in 1991. And I got to witness that. You made my dad cry because he was so freaking happy that I didn't bring home another pretty boy. <laughs> she brought home a big burly man. You, brought, you finally found yourself a big burly man. <laughs> he was so proud. I've never seen my oh. father act like that, but it's true. Was he crying because he was proud or was he crying because he was in pain still? Maybe uh, a little bit of both. Maybe a little bit of both. It doesn't matter. The still, point is he got yeah. choked up when you walked up and he was just like, wow. Yeah. That was crazy. That was very crazy. Very, very crazy. You know, you have to, um, and I, I feel like we're getting off the subject here because the, the one thing that we wanted to talk about today is the things that your current partner does that your ex would never have done. We haven't really gotten off subject. Maybe just with the father. Maybe part. just a little. Just a little. Yeah. But yeah. You know. Just I mean, the example that that, that I brought up. <laughs> but um, the example that I brought up was this weekend. I got an email um, offering me ten percent off a last minute appointment at a mani pedi shop. Right. Yeah. And I have not had a mani pedi since August, and I've been complaining. And I, well, my it's nails because your shop mess. your shop decided to up and close. My it did, and I hadn't really found another another nail salon yet that I, I wanted to go to. So I am all about supporting local businesses, right? So skin touch therapy, sent out this 10% off email and I wanted to go. And so I asked you, you know, is this cool? Are you guys, you know, mostly you asked I just, me permission. I did, and I was but like, I, what but are for you two doing? reasons, for two reasons. Um, well, no, really for one reason. I just, I didn't know if we had any plans today. 
So I wanted to make sure that we had a, a clear schedule. Sure. And I knew that I had a lot of other crap going on. I just wanted to make sure that it was cool. So, um, it, but he encouraged me to make this Manny Petty. And there were a couple of times where things started to get in the way. And I was like, I will cancel it. I'm just, no, uh, let me cancel it. Let me cancel it. No, please, <laughs> let me cancel it. I'll, I'll do this because we got to do it. I feel no. bad because I got to do other stuff for other people. And I don't want to, you know. See, that's right there. Right there. I feel bad because I got to do stuff for other people. But you never, you got to take the time out for yourself and spoil yourself. I've you always this? told you that. Ladies, seriously. Do have you I hear not? this? You have. have. So, uh, and this is not the first time I've said that. It's not. So, it, it's... It, this is not breaking news, ladies. <laughs> I have told her this more than once. And I'm waving my finger at her He's saying waving his more finger in the than air. once. <laughs> because she's got to. You've got to. As a, as a, it doesn't matter if you're a man, a woman. You know, yeah. uh, uh, they, they're whatever. I, okay. You got to yeah. take time out for yourself. I think men have an easier time um, uh, reconciling that than, than women do. And I think mothers have an even harder time reconciling that than women without children. I really do. I really do. Because I feel like there's something, there's this like self-sacrifice gene <laughs> that comes into your body when you have children, whether they're two years old or 22 years old, like my child is now my, you know, my kids are, and they're in Austin, Texas for crying out loud. They're not even in the house. Right. But if they need something, I feel the need to be there. Like they, everybody takes priority and you sort of fall down that ladder of priority. You know, first it's the children, then it's your man and then it's you. So it's very hard. To, and a lot of times for me, it was my kids, a man, my job, and maybe me if there's time. And see, that's... And there was never time. That's just so wrong. It is. That's not the way it's supposed to be. I'm not saying it is, but yeah, it's... it's You should be up. number one. Ah. Ah. <laughs> and this is why I say you should be number one. Because if you're happy internally, and your mind is happy, and you're in a happy place with yourself, then everything else is going to fall into place and be just as happy. Your relationship with your kids are going to be happy for the most part. Mm -hmm. Your your job, you at your job, you're going to be happy at your job. Yeah. Okay. So your productivity at work is going to be better. So that's what I'm saying. You have to be happy. I'm sighing and I'm, I'm slightly rolling my eyes because I can't even tell you how many times my mother has said to me, you got to make yourself happy before you can make anybody else happy. Well, there was somebody that told me you need to take care of yourself before you do this. Who was that? They're, uh, my old boss up at Quantico. Yeah. You know, he always used to say, and it was more like you need to pay yourself before you pay this. Mm-hmm. You know, we were you always talking to, about. You need to secure your own oxygen mask before you help someone else. I mean, they tell you that on an yeah, airplane. Yeah, so you're taking care of yourself. Like I would say, oh, you are, I'm, yeah. I'm going to buy this before, you know. Or I like I really want this, or I really want to go to this trip, or I want to go to this place. Sure. And he go, you know, and I said, oh, I got this bill, I got this bill, I can't do it this month. And he would always say, you got to pay for yourself before you pay, you know, pay that off because you know you're going to be taking care of yourself for a very long time. That bill's going to be there. Yeah. You know, so it's like he goes, take care of yourself. It's it's all about mind, body, and spirit. I've heard that so many times, and you know I've what? heard it too. I haven't paid a whole lot of attention to it, but I believe it, yeah. and that's the way I lived and continue. Even though I'm married, yeah, I take care of myself so that way I am in the best mood possible, yeah. to take care of my family, which you do very well. 
And I may spoil myself a little bit too much sometimes, and and I know this, but I spoil my. You definitely spoil me. I spoil my 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 wife. You do <laughs> for and you sure. Spoil my daughter. Absolutely. You, and I think that if you had the chance to meet my son, you would do the exact same thing I mean, because he's a cool dude. Yeah. You know, and you guys would have so much fun together. I mean, one of these days, that one ha- of these that's days. the only that's the only member of my family that you haven't. Yeah come into contact with yet and it, it it's tragic but it'll happen someday yeah, it'll happen one day it, my, you know my kid's off doing his own thing and i and you gotta respect that you gotta, sure you gotta let him you know be a big name video game designer and he do flew his the thing. coop and he wanted to do his thing and so. i'm proud of him for rock that. on yeah, hardcore absolutely. hardcore proud of him for sure. that he is a rock star but um would i love to see him hell yeah yeah but you one know of these days one of these days one of these days so uh yeah you know, I got, I have another thought, but I want to, I want to shout out our amazing, amazing, amazing sponsors, Couples Therapy. They sponsor Healthy Earth, Couples Therapy, by the way, is sponsored by, is what I meant to say, Healthy Beginnings Wellness and Aesthetics. Let Healthy Beginnings Wellness and Aesthetics get you men feeling sexy, strong, and satisfied. Do you still have a lump from your Mick injection yesterday? I don't know. I had a little, I had to rub it out. No, <laughs> no, I'm good. Yeah, we go every, every Saturday. Every Saturday. And yesterday unless they're we had closed. A, unless they're closed yeah, for holidays and things. But Julie and the staff at Healthy Beginnings Wellness and Aesthetics, they I'm take such good care of you. Thank you. I didn't say and the girls uh, this time. You caught it. I know. You know why? Because I was I was uh, picturing Justin's face yesterday giving us our <laughs> injections. Like, don't forget, the, there's guys there too. Killian and Justin, you guys are amazing. Yeah. So uh, all the guys and the girls there at Healthy Beginnings. They take such good care of us. And seriously, 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 in 2021, as we are still riding this epidemic wave, this pandemic, whatever the hell it is, go get yourself some IV therapy. Yeah. It boosts your immune system, fills you full of all the great stuff that you need to fight off those nasty viruses, whatever they may be. I might need to get one of those. Need a little IV, IV bag? I might need to talk to them and get a banana bag. Get, get your old IV therapy going. I'll send Julie a text. Like, hey. And she'll be like, come on in and see me. She loves her some you. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing about you. You've got this great personality. So anyway, what we're talking about is the things that your current partner does that your ex would never do. You know, he never let you do this or she never got on board with that. Whatever it is, what is it? Those are That's the question. And of course, you can comment. We're going to be putting this podcast up on all the podcast platforms. You can comment on all of those. You can also find us on YouTube. We'll be putting that there. There's a place for comments there. We'll also make a post on Facebook. You can comment there. We do have one comment here um, from Jennifer on our Facebook page, which is she's so adorable. I love her. And I, I love this girl. And not only do I love this girl, but um, she, went through, she went through some crap. She went through some shit. She went through some some serious stuff with her. Um, not Well, she went through some crap with the last guy she dated. Yeah. Finding out that he was actually living with a woman. Yeah. He didn't bother to tell her about. What a jackass. Anyway, the guy before that, though, really put her through the ringer. And oh, she, yeah. She's so funny. She said, I have no partner, but all of mine get massages and petties now, but never sprung for one for me. <laughs> so, Jen, girl, just she's she's one of the sweetest ladies ever. Spring for yourself, Spring Jen. Spring for yourself, Jen, and he will come along. He will come along. Yeah. One of these days. Absolutely. He's out there. He's your proof. You, sir, are proof that he's out there, girls. Just we just make it work. (sighs) That's pretty cool. We just have an understanding. Have an understanding. (laughs) 
I still, you know, I still have it. I, I have no. Okay, so I just want to know. This is this is this is something that that's been um, chewing at the back of my mind ever since the last time we discussed it. What's the name of the girl you dated right before me? What was her name? You don't even remember. No. <laughs> you don't even remember. No. Like your actual last relationship before my we got together. Real relationship. Like actual relationship, not just hookup. Um. First name, nothing. Ringing a bell. I think it. It wasn't that long. I wouldn't really call that a relationship. <laughs> I can't. There and was, it was just really good at dating. I really good at yeah, dating. Uh, I wouldn't say relationship was you know very long. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. No. All right. So then, okay. Here's my. Here's, I, the only name that's coming to mind, and it, all, it was really only like a month. Yeah. It was, her name was Julie. Okay. Ah, that's interesting. Go figure. <laughs> <laughs> Julie Dahlberg, um, do we need to talk? No, 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 no. 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 Um, she lived out, it was funny, she lived out where Ann used to live. So in the townhouses. Okay. Over there uh, by the Walmart. I don't know. Uh, it's off three. It, oh, out in Locust Grove. or Yeah, yeah Lake somewhere the woods, out there. Lake yeah. the Woods out in so, there. Um, Right. Yeah. That's cool. It wasn't that. Uh, yeah. So, okay. Then I guess this leads me to my next question. And now I feel like I'm interviewing my husband. Go ahead. Here's, here's my next question. Did you ever, was there ever a girl in your life between, you know, graduation from high school and the time you met me that you ever thought maybe marriage material? There was. Did you, you did think about getting married? Yes. How many times? There was, it was once. Once. Close twice, but once. Mm-hmm once and how old were you then oh god i was still i mean i was still in the marine corps and i was still in hawaii so early so 20s. early 20s mm-hmm. yeah you uh you almost married a hawaiian girl no she wasn't hawaiian oh she wasn't no, she was a texan oh she was a texan yeah. lord have mercy <laughs> yeah there was i met her because she was going to school there okay so, but that was so wishy-washy and off and on and oh, just it never... was just it never really Never really, you know, materialized. There you go. That's yeah. the word. Yeah. Um, I would get flown out there to see her because her dad, her dad flew for Delta. Oh, okay. So I could. He was also in the Air Force mm-hmm. Reserve, so I could, you know, get on his his family plan. And, sure. And, and and you know they would next to nothing put fly you on the jump and, seat. Yeah, and they mm-hmm. would fly me home from there when I went to go see him in Texas. So it was just, I was I was just being replaced. Oh. I mean, you know, while I was. She she had to go back home because she wasn't doing very good in school, and Daddy was footing the bill. And and, you were distracting her. That's what was happening. Well, when I met her, I was actually on my way to my on uh, first deployment. Oh, okay. And I was on my way to Okinawa, mm-hmm. so I met her last week, last hurrah out in oh, town, yeah. and then I met her at a bus stop. Got her phone number, came pen pals, whatever. Right. Came back um, about that time. Well, I was still over there when she left. Yeah. And then. Uh, they actually came back for uh, Thanksgiving break. Okay. And I stayed there and stayed down in Waikiki and whatever. And, yeah. But, yeah, it you know, long story short, it just, you know, come to find out it's not always what it seems to be. Ain't that the truth. So, you know, you, you find out that, you know, you're – you're just you're like the backup quarterback, Ooh, if you will. Oh, yeah. You know, so, mm-hmm. you know, the, the the original, you know, the original high school sweetheart boyfriend was still in ah. the picture. But yet, I'm you know, all these times being told that, no, 
you know, no, it's one of those things. He's just a friend. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, why am I wasting my time? Yeah. You know, and then uh, I think our last flight that we had one time was really, really bad. Uh-huh. Uh, I just, I walked away from her in the airport. Wow. And you were done. We, we were still on the same. We had one more flight together. Oops. And I was done. Like, wow. she sat up, you know, she had a different seat than I did. Yeah. You know, and, and that's just how the plane worked out. But I said, I didn't say a word. Nothing. Didn't hug her goodbye. Didn't do nothing. I wow. just I just walked away. I was like, you were over it. I was done. What was her name? Samantha. Samantha. Oh wow. Well, Samantha, if you're listening, <laughs> just <kidding. laughs> thanks, girl. <laughs> Appreciate you. <laughs> Last I heard, to talk to her brother a few years ago, he was in the Air Force. She's married, got a kid now. So well, there you go. Everything works her. out the way it's oh, supposed yeah. to. It really, really does. Her mom's still on my Facebook. So really, yeah. Because she's probably at Christmas going, Samantha, damn it, that Randy boy, you know, you should have married him. Oh. What were you thinking? <laughs> Their family. Her dad is from, um, we drive through it every time, Waverly. Yeah. When we go through 460. Uh-huh. Yeah, her dad, her dad's from Waverly. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I've met, um, I knew his, his uh, brother-in-law, his sister, uh-huh. you know, um, the nieces and nephews, cousins, and I've been to, a, you know, a a funeral down there because of one of the cousins, you know, oh, wow. died in the motorcycle accident. Yikes. So, I mean, I was really good with you the family. Yeah, I was good I mean, with, and that's always hard because I think sometimes too, especially when you're in it so deep that you're you're thinking about a future together, mm-hmm. and you start to you start to really care about their extended family. Sure. And then when the relationship ends, what do you do then? Yeah, just my mother, and I know she's listening right now, but my mother does this thing where she's still Facebook friends with my ex's mother. I know, and it drives you Makes crazy. crazy because the woman is insane. <laughs> there is no reason to be Facebook friends with her. But I think sometimes people just stay Facebook friends because they don't want to upset the apple cart. You know what I'm talking about? There is nothing more freeing than hitting the unfriend button on somebody you just can't stand. Oh, and I've done that. I have too, a lot recently, and I'm getting to the point where I'm doing it more and more. <laughs> I did that at one time. The, the one time uh, that the uh, that one chick kept going, "What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing?" We just got back from a trip. Mm. She was sleeping on the couch. I'm playing uh, Bejeweled Blitz. Uh huh. I loved that game. It was Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. We were watching all the races. Uh huh. Indy 500, Coca Cola 600. Right. And. uh I'm literally. You were you playing see, Bejeweled. You see me I've on my. I watched you on your phone playing you playing video games or, that, or whatever. You know, brick game or yeah. whatever. And I'm sitting there with the race on the football game on, and I'm sitting there just you know. Zoning out. Just 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 going to town. That's yeah. what I was doing. Who you talk to? Wait, what, are, what are you oh, doing? Oh, she got suspicious. What are you doing? What are you doing? And I'm like nothing here. Yeah. And, and Bejeweled, and and you see it just going on. Yeah. And uh, it was just constant. And I said, listen, if you. you wanna, she was insecure about. I was like, you want to keep doing that? You, don't let the doorknob hit you in the ass on the way out. Yeah. Hey, I'll be damned if she didn't grab her shit and walked out. And then she stood. She, the funny thing was she turned around, looked, turned around as she was walking out the garage door. She looks and like I'm trying to say something. I hit the garage door button and it closed. <laughs> oh, that is cold. Wow. Okay. So, I mean, it, the bottom line is when it's not right, it's not right. And, she, and that girl probably had a lot of damage from somebody who cheated on her. 
Maybe. You know what I mean? So, so there is a reason. Like, I could explain to you everything weird that a woman has ever done in your presence. I could probably explain it because I've probably done it myself. <laughs> you know, I'm just, I'm just here to say that I get it. I get it. It's hard to, it's hard to love a broken woman. Sure, it, it is. So, I want to just give you a huge round of applause oh, well, thank for you. loving this broken woman because, because of you, I'm a little less broken now than I was when I met you. Well, let's just keep, you know, that break unbreaking. You got to keep going because that, that's the thing. And it's it's tough. And I know I have my moments of shittiness. Oh, it is tough sometimes. Oh, you know what, though? Don't don't go acting like you're so innocent. You have your moments of shittiness, too. I'm not saying <laughs> I am an angel. No, no but I, you know, so, so I'm just saying. Like, I am not saying. Put it into perspective there, fella. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no. I'm Trust me. I never was okay. saying. I was just thanking you for no, but the compliment. Seriously, you have put in a lot of work with a woman who is not easy and so thank you for being up for the challenge one uh, you're yawning my pleasure it's, sorry it's, no it's we've been at this for quite a while we're almost at an hour as a matter of fact holy which cow really like 48 minutes yeah which is interesting we yeah but it's a good conversation it's a good conversation to have and of course the topic today was what does your current partner do for you that your ex would have never there's a reason they're an ex, you know, spill that tea. You can send us those stories anytime you oh, want yeah. to. We would let, you don't have to, you can be anonymous. You don't have to name names. You don't have to do anything like that. And we didn't really, I mean, we did name names, but those people are probably not listening to our podcast. Probably not. <laughs> because they're in our past and they're right where they belong. Yeah. You know, but I mean, I could go on and on. I have 20 years of dating. I mean, I was, so I married at 19, divorced at 22. And from then on out, until I met you, you know, it was four or five years was probably the longest that I could go in a relationship before it would all go to shit. Yeah, I don't have 20 years of dating, so. That's because you're just a baby. Well, no. <laughs> no, you I've got 20 a, years, you, but. You, you had, yeah, you didn't do a lot of dating. Didn't do a lot of dating. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the point of the matter is you're a damn good man and those girls missed out and I'm glad they did. Well, I appreciate it, and I do what I can. I do my best. And thanks for the Manny Petty. Not that you gave it to me, but... I didn't give it to you. That was you. <laughs> it was wonderful. It was wonderful. I you ain't got to ask permission. You just say, hey, I'm going to do this. Okay, bye. Can't wait to do it again. All right. Well, we got to wrap this up. Couples therapy. Is This is fun. I kind of dig this. No holds barred. No boundaries None. kind of situation. But you know what we do need to do is we need to come up with our topics a little earlier in the week, don't we? Yeah, so we can get, you know, the people involved. We're going to work on that, folks. Yeah. And if you're still listening, we certainly appreciate you sticking through to the bitter end. Give us a like. Give us a like. Subscribe. Hit that like button. Hit the comments. Get the, give us a review. Do all the things that you're supposed to you do. You got a topic we want us to talk about, too? Let us know. Amen. Throw it, it out may, there. It may or may not have happened in our lives, too. Yeah. The, if the, you between can relate, the two of we us. can probably relate. Absolutely. You know? So, yeah, absolutely. We're just your everyday people, too, here, folks. Good call. And big thanks to our sponsors, Healthy Beginnings Wellness and Aesthetics. We love y'all. Absolutely. All right. Have a good night. Words and music.